Welcome to the European Heart Journal Case Reports. My name is Dr. Saad Fayaz and I'm one of the podcast editors. Today's case report for discussion is by Drs. Burgau, Soans and Sommer from the Heart and Diabetes Centre, North Rhine, Westphalia. The case describes a 24-year-old Caucasian male referred for a second opinion following complaints of recurrent syncope related to physical activity. He was noted to be a fit individual participating in marathons, triathlons and trained in martial arts. He had a history of traumatic brain injury as a result of syncope during physical activity. However, this was deemed likely vasovagal on the basis of warm temperatures with no further investigations undertaken. One year later, he'd suffered a near-drowning event requiring resuscitation from his colleagues during lifeguard training. He then self-presented to a cardiologist for further evaluation at this point. Physical examination and resting 12-lead electrocardiogram was unremarkable. Echocardiography and cardiac magnetic resonance imaging did not show any evidence of structural heart disease. Given the history of recurrent syncope, a loop recorder was implanted with no further syncopal episode thereafter. However, frequent ventricular extrasystoles were noted, including one high-rate episode at 250 beats per minute, though this was deemed a supraventricular tachycardia. He was advised against high-level sports, although he continued to participate. Ultimately, he went on to loop recorder explantation on the basis of chest wall discomfort and the belief that it would not yield any useful information at his request against medical advice. He subsequently attended follow-up and had been mostly asymptomatic, although did mention experiencing palpitations. A family history obtained at this point identified that the patient's mother had a history of syncope on physical and emotional stress. Furthermore, a malignant history of sudden cardiac death affecting his maternal grandfather at the age of 28 and two great-uncles, one of whom was aged 17 and succumbed during a game of football. He proceeded to an exercise test, which identified frequent ventricular extrasystoles during exercise, which were predominantly polymorphic, but also bidirectional. With increasing exercise intensity, a significant blood pressure drop of greater than 20 millimetres of mercury was noted with associated symptoms of dizziness and bidirectional bigeminy and trigeminy without any sustained ventricular arrhythmia, which stopped in recovery. He was referred for genetic testing, which identified a mutation in the RYR2 gene with an eventual diagnosis of catecholaminergic polymorphic ventricular tachycardia, or CPVT for short. He was commenced on beta blocker therapy with modest dosing due to underlying significant sinus bradycardia. He insisted on high performance physical activity despite advice and agreed to defibrillator implantation with no further episodes of syncope or ventricular tachycardia or fibrillation thereafter. Genetic analysis was extended to the family and identified the same mutation in his mother and sister with ICD implantation in both family members. Discussion Syncope is a common occurrence with various possible causes and occurs as a result of cerebral hyperperfusion with a rapid onset, short duration and spontaneous complete recovery and is usually a benign self-limiting event. It can, however, be a clinical manifestation of arrhythmias, structural heart disease, or non-cardiac conditions. A detailed history is always crucial to the evaluation of a patient with syncope, focusing on the presentation itself, 
but also on previous episodes of loss of consciousness and to identify any clear patterns or identifiable triggers. In this case, the importance of a thorough family history cannot be understated given the relevance to the eventual diagnosis. Catecholaminergic polymorphic ventricular tachycardia, or CPVT, is an electrical disease typified by a normal resting electrocardiogram and the absence of structural heart disease, with the induction of malignant arrhythmias with bidirectional or polymorphic ventricular extrasystoles or polymorphic ventricular tachycardia with adrenergic stress. It can result in syncope or sudden cardiac death and is mostly observed in the paediatric, adolescent or juvenile adult age group, though cases have been reported up to the age of 40 years. In this case, the history is fairly typical of a presentation of CPVT, however the time between symptom onset and diagnosis exceeded 5 years, which is often the case. The true prevalence is unknown, in part due to the fact that it is present not just with a structurally normal heart, but also without resting ECG abnormalities. Given this, familiarity with the classical history and maintaining a high index of suspicion are crucial to an early diagnosis given the risk of arrhythmia recurrence and the risk of sudden cardiac arrest. Mutations in the cardiac ryanodyne receptor, RYR2, result in the autosomal dominant form of CPVT and mutations of the sarcoplasmic reticulum protein calciclestrin 2, CASQ2, result in the recessive form. Both mutations appear to induce diastolic calcium release from the sarcoplasmic reticulum. The first manifestation is usually in childhood and the majority of patients have experienced syncope by early adulthood. It is unmasked on exercise testing with the onset of ventricular exosystoles of greater complexity with rising heart rates which may degenerate to ventricular tachycardia. There is often a family history of juvenile sudden death cardiac arrest or stress-induced syncope in up to 30% of families, though it can also present as a de novo mutation. CPVT should be part of the differential diagnosis in children or young adults with recurrent episodes of syncope, with the other key differentials being long QT syndrome, arrhythmogenic right ventricular cardiomyopathy and hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, though these are usually accompanied with ECG or structural abnormalities. With respect to the management, all patients with a diagnosis of CPVT are advised to avoid competitive sports, strenuous exercise and stressful environments. All are recommended to take beta blockers with a general preference for nadolol. ICD implantation is recommended in those with a history of cardiac arrest, recurrent syncope or polymorphic or bidirectional ventricular tachycardia despite optimal medical therapy. Flecainide can sometimes be considered additional therapy in those with incomplete control on beta blockers alone. It's important to note that ICD programming should consider an appropriate delay with high detection rates before delivering shocks as this may precipitate increased sympathetic tone from the pain and trigger further arrhythmia and a malignant cycle of shocks and further arrhythmia. The prognosis in untreated individuals is poor, with up to 50% mortality by the age of 40, with most fatal events in those non-compliant with medical therapy or exercise restriction. Learning points. Unexplained syncope is a common phenomenon in clinical practice, but requires thorough anamnesis and diagnostics to identify a potential harmful cardiac origin. If a cardiac origin is suggested, the investigation should be expanded until a definite diagnosis can be made. 
In young patients especially with unexplained syncope and normal cardiac status, it is helpful to carry out diagnostics several times to unmask temporary changes of cardiac repolarization and ventricular ectopy. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this case. Please visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR to read the article in full with references and review other case reports. Music is Computer by State Shirts.